Southeast Motorsports coverage. Here's your host, Tom Baker. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's Lead Lap Show. We are so excited to be back after having last week off. I was actually in Batesville, Mississippi last week for the 31st annual Raleigh Auto Parts National Indoor Kart Championships. We had over 1,400 entries for two days of racing. Um, we were about 150 off the event record, but um, still a, a, a lot of uh, fun on Friday and Saturday. I'll talk more about that on uh one of the next couple shows but we've got a full show can we just say we're back we're back yes um and we hope all of you had a safe and happy thanksgiving by the way uh good to be back we'll be back uh right through christmas week we'll be off new year's week um and then we'll come back in january for 2022 but uh uh, again, as I, I started to say, we have a full show this week. We've got Kate Dillon going to join us here in just a second. Kate is the promoter of the Cars Racing Show, that uh, the trade show that happens in January uh, this time. It was early December last year, this year having it in January in Hickory. We're going to talk to Kate about that and uh, the other things that she's involved with in the area here with regard to motorsports. Very, very uh, sharp and a lot of stuff going on. Happy to have her back on the show. And then uh, shortly, we're going to have Walter Tapp on too to uh, talk some dirt track stuff in the area as well. So uh, let's not waste any more time. Let's go ahead and bring Kate Dillon out of the pit area and uh, onto the racetrack, so to speak. Kate, it's uh, great to have you back on the, the show with us. It's been a while and uh, really looking forward to diving into what you have going with the Cars Tour or the Cars Show. I knew I was going to do that once tonight because I'm still on short sleep from the weekend. But um, the Cars Racing Show in Hickory in January, excited to talk about that. But I also want you to tell our WSIC audience um, a little bit about yourself and what else you do in the area for motorsports. Hey, Tom, thank you so much for having me on the show. So, yes, uh, I actually grew up, my dad was a race car driver, so I've, you know, grown up, my dad was a dirt light model driver way back in the day, and the things I'm involved, I'm involved in quite a bit in motorsports, so my main business is CrateInsider.com. I sell race car parts to the racers who run crate engines, so that's going to be the GM602s, the GM604s, and the CT525. Right. I'm also doing the trade show, of course, like we've talked about. I also do uh, filming for Race Logic, and Race Logic is a chassis school that happens a couple you know, every year. He, Brian is the owner and has uh, two or three classes, but it's something we just added in 2020. Believe it or not, before lockdowns ever happened, we filmed our first course, and that worked out really, really well so that racers all over the country and all over the world could go ahead and buy the course online. You know, if you couldn't make it live, you could buy it online and watch and rewatch and, and fast forward, rewind all of that and have that amazing information available to, to yourself. So, uh, yeah, I'm involved in a few different things. <laughs> yeah, you're uh, about as busy as I am, I think. And uh, I, it's fun. I know that uh, you love it and you're passionate about it and uh, excited about uh, working together on some some projects going forward here. Happy to have you on the show and really excited about the upcoming Cars Racing Show in January. Um, let's give some 
cursory detail about it, and then we'll dive into it a little deeper. Um, tell us where it is, when it is, and give us the website so people can go check it out and uh, get registered for it. Absolutely. So it's January 7th and 8th, which is a Friday and a Saturday. So it's that first real weekend in January, and it'll be held at the Hickory Metro Convention Center. So it's a nice convention center. It is. You know, we're, we're not outside or anything. We're in a nice convention center, and we bring together um, lots of companies in the racing industry. I'm one of the just couple of retailers with, with Crate Insider. Most of, the rest of, mo- most of the rest of the exhibitors are uh, manufacturers. So it's really nice to be able to bring that, those manufacturers just straight to the racers and, and getting all of that great information. Yeah, I agree. Talk a little bit about the genesis of this show, because really it was born out of the fact that it really was, it kind of came from the, the shutdown and everything that happened last year because the performance racing industry, PRI, as we call it, PRI show that happens in Indianapolis every year, that's our our big show for the motorsports industry um, that didn't happen last year. So you and, and your team kind of stepped up and sort of filled that vacuum or attempted to, but out of that also came something that I think everybody really appreciated, which is that, you know, you're not trying to be PRI. You're really focused more on the regional racers in this area, right? Talk a little bit about all that. Yeah, it was really interesting because actually we have to go back to like 2011, 2012, and it was my dad and my brother, so Dick Schultz and Jimmy Schultz, along with Clint Elkins, yes. they were like, yeah, we need to have a racing trade show, you know, here in North Carolina. So they started CARS. It, it really stood for Carolina Auto Racing Show yep. is what is where CARS comes from. I mean, because, you know, acronyms in racing are kind of a thing. <laughs> and uh so they started that in 2011, 2012, or somewhere around there. And then 2013 attempted to move it to Charlotte. It was not the best move there. So they kind of just put it aside. In the meantime, I started my business. And, you know, we just, it just kind of like just left it alone. But as we were suffering from lockdowns last year, uh, one thing that I do at PRI, I'm a big supporter of PRI, is that I usually go there, and for my business, I go and I shoot videos. I, I interview manufacturers. I find out about the new products, and, and I try to do that. So one question I was getting a lot was from my manufacturers, you know, hey, with the, we don't know if, if this show is going to happen. You know, there was a lot of just uncertainty back then, and they said, well, what are, what are you going to do? You know, what are you going to do? This is where you get your content. So what are you going to do if CRI doesn't happen? And I was like, ah, no, it'll be fine. And, you know, as the, you know, we were just, there were so many whispers and we just weren't sure. And so just started asking around and, and, you know, people were like, well, you know, when you look at it, like somebody needs to do something. And a lot of times when I hear that phrase, it usually means that if I have the skills, then I need to be involved in that. (laughs) And so it was really great. The fact that, you know, my brother, um, my brother had done trade shows before. The, the thing people don't understand about trade shows is there's so much logistics that goes into it. So what my brother and I were able to do is really come together. It was just the two of us. And between all of our contacts in the racing industry, you know, just like while I was on the phone, hey, by the way, if we do this trade show thing, well, you know, what would you think? And you know, got the feedback and kind of got a little bit of buy-in. But then my brother already had all of the contacts for, you know, the staging company because you we don't want to have some janky trade show that looks like trash. I mean, we want it to be nice with, with the black curtains and the carpet and the aisles. And 
you know, we want to bring a professional feeling to this. I mean, this is not just like going to the gun show. I love a gun show, but it's the gun show is the gun show, right? right. It is what it is. Sure. Uh, we wanted to bring that. We wanted to bring that polish that PRI has always brought, but, but just at a smaller scale. So it was really great. My brother had the logistics at that point. I mean, I've been doing this website stuff for seven or eight years, so I could handle the digital pieces of it. And then we, between the two of us, we just picked up the phone and both had a lot of contacts in the industry, you know, threw it out there and we were success. I mean, it was so challenging, so challenging. There was a major outbreak of COVID, you know, the lockdowns were getting stricter. Uh, we even had somebody who was trying to work against our show, tried to get us shut down, but we did everything that we needed to do to make this happen. And we had limited attendance, we had lots of different challenges, but at the end of the day, when everybody just sat down and got a chance to take a breath, they were like, you know what? This is one heck of a show. You know, you go to some places that are just too busy and you just don't get a chance. There's so much craziness. You don't actually get to have a conversation. And, you know, you don't want it to be so slow that there's crickets. You want that happy medium. And what the big feedback we've heard is that racers were like, you know what? I could go there and I could actually talk to people. I could actually talk to these manufacturers and get some feedback. And the, the exhibitors were exactly the same way. They were like, this is great. We didn't feel too rushed. It was, it was, it was really, honestly, Hickory is the best place to have this trade show. It and really the, is. The convention yeah. center is visible from the freeway. Yep. So super easy to access. Yep. You've got a big parking lot, so it's easy to park there. It's Hickory. It's not downtown somewhere where there's parking decks and all of that. So the access is really easy. And we feel the convention center is exactly the right size. You know, it's like the whole Goldilocks principle. It's not too big. It's not too small. Yeah. It's, it's just right. You know, you're going to, it's going to, it's not going to be like five minutes and, oh my God, I've seen the whole show. It's not that. And it's not so big that you're like, oh my God, I'm at Disneyland and it would take me a week. You know, it's, it's, it's in the sweet spot right there. Oh, I agree. And here's, here's the thing you make, make a great point too, about, you know, I, I've been to PRI several times. So have you, I love going. I enjoy the show. It's fun. Indy's great. Here's the problem. It's like speed dating. You know, hey, yeah. how you doing? My name is. And you talk for two minutes and then you're on to the next one because you got a line a mile long wanting to talk to the same person you were just talking to. Um, you can't. It's hard to get business done at uh, the at the PRI show. Whereas at your show last year. Now, I'm sure it's going to be a little bigger even this year, but at your show last year, it just felt like you could breathe. And I think that's what your exhibitors were reacting to is the fact that you could have a real conversation with with the people that were there um, and actually try to get something accomplished and, and get something done for the weekend. So I'm excited about it. We're, we're, we're going to talk more about it um, in the next segment with you, but before we go to break, I want you to tell them again, put the website out there in the Facebook real quick. We got about 20 seconds. Great. It's carsracingshow.com. So C-A-R-S racingshow.com. And you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash cars racing show, I believe. Okay. I'm double check that. Do you, <laughs> you double check that. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll have more with Kate to talk about the show. And then also Walter Tapp coming up to talk dirt track racing in a moment. Stay with us. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Oh, yeah. 
Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Lead Lap Radio. Welcome back to Lead Lap lots of ways to engage with us and follow us and like us and all that good stuff uh we have facebook and twitter at lead lap show real easy at lead lap show on facebook or twitter um also have a show page on the wsic news website so wsicnews.com and of course our media is steering wheel nation and on facebook twitter and instagram it's at the, T-H-E, at the Wheel Nation. Go ahead and uh, like and follow and do all those good things. Um, and that way you won't miss anything. We've got some very big things coming up soon that we're going to be announcing about Lead Lap and also about 
um, Steering Wheel Nation in general and things that are going on. So um, make sure you do go like and follow those pages. Okay, Uh, we have Kate Dillon with us. Kate has been gracious to join us to talk about the upcoming Cars Racing Show. You mentioned the logistics earlier. I want to dive into that because I don't think a lot of people realize everything it takes to put on one of these trade shows. Can you give us, you know, three, four minutes of, of kind of insight into, you know, what goes into all of this? How do you, where do you start? Where, you know, what, how does, how do these shows come together? Oh my gosh. There's so many moving pieces because it's honestly, it's much like a racing event because with a racing event, I agree. you have a location where it's a racetrack, but you need both racers and you need fans. You know, you That's need right. both of those to really come together because if you fail in one area or the other, the whole thing's a failure. So, I mean, on the exhibitor's end, you, you know, you're contacting them. You've got contracts to sign. You've got, for our staging, you've got all of that to figure out how many, how many curtains do you need and how many tables and chairs and carpet. And um, also, do you need electrical drops? And do you need AV? And you need, like, <laughs> there's a lot to work out with the convention center, working out on hotels and getting deals with the hotel. So there's a lot of pieces that, um, that go into that. Uh, yeah, I hope that helps. And that's not even the digital stuff. You know, that, that's not even the promotion part where we're, you've got a website and getting all of those pieces. Oh, man, digital stuff is a whole nother deal. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely adds uh, two or three more layers to it for sure. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I just got off a conference call with our ticketing software because I, I had some questions on that. So, you know, it's a lot of software and it's, uh, it's just a lot of it's just a lot of hard work. I, I don't think people realize how much goes into creating that and and creating the fun events around it. I think one thing they're really excited about this year is we're doing a pre-event kickoff party, so pre-show kickoff party. Oh, so the a move-in day, you know, when all the exhibitors move in, well, that night we're going to go to the restaurant Fresh Chef, Fresh Chef in Conover, North Carolina. They've uh, graciously decided to open their doors, and we've got. Um, we've got some great sponsors. So Daytona One and Pro Fabrication Headers and Exhaust have stepped up to be sponsors of this event. Oh, wow. And we'll have some free beer and some free appetizers and amazing food. Uh, they're, they're a big supporter of racing and a big sponsor in racing. So we're really glad to be able to bring those things together. I mean, Conover is just like eight miles away from the convention center. So we really invite people to come in the night before. And that way they can uh, be ready to be bright and early, you know, the next day to come to the show. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, that sounds like a lot of fun. And, and it's it's great to be able to do that. And again, you're you know, you're helping uh, a local business with that, too. And it's it's awesome to to be able to all get together and, and just relax before everything gets started, because um, the event days obviously are very busy for those who are exhibiting. And um, so now how does somebody if 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 somebody in our audience wants to go to the show uh, as just, you know, uh, some a, a, a walk around basically um how mm-hmm. do they do that great so go to our website at carsracingshow.com and just click on the button for get tickets and right now we're offering free attendance if you pre-register that is only going to last till december 6th and 6th and then we're at december 7th we're a month before the show so we'll do some discount uh, discount tickets before the show. It's, it'll be $10 in advance or $15 at the door, but right now it's free. And you know what? I haven't even told you the best part yet. Well, I let's mean, get to exciting. that already. Yeah. So last year, of course, having the show 
was a result of dealing with lockdowns and what were we going to do? How right. do we connect? And I think the theme of 2021, of course, is supply chain, right? Yeah. Well, one thing about our show that is a lot different than PRI, we love PRI, so I'm not doubting them. But one thing that's different is our show is a selling show. We encourage our exhibitors to come with product to sell. And as we all struggle with getting product and, and getting things, and we're trying to put race cars together in January, well, we've got this event where you can come and you need products for your car. You can go right there and buy them awesome. right there on the spot and put them on your car. Now, there's also something we I've, I've only sort of announced. It's not even on the website yet, but... We thought about it a lot. We've, we've always said that our show is not a swap meet, you know, because we want to make it clear. I mean, this isn't just a bunch of junk or anything, but we, we have also gotten from people, not that swap meets are junk, because I'm going to get into that. In, in fact, what we're going to be doing this year is we're opening up an entire bay of the convention center, and we are going to have swap meet booths. So nice. that is, I'm announcing it here, and it's not up on the website yet. I'm still working on, the, again, digital assets, you know, <laughs> I don't have like a whole web team. I am kind of the web team. So uh-huh. um, I, I get a little help from my assistant, but yes, I mean, I've got to put that up on the website, but we'll offer swap meet booths because so you have new stuff over on the trade show side and then you can go to the swap meet. So if you're a racer, we all have this, all this extra stuff, you know, clean out your shop, come and sell it at the swap meet, get a pile of cash in your pocket, go to the rest of the trade show and then you can be trading, trading up and getting some of those brand new products that are going to be just released and, and you'll have some money in your pocket. So, Hey, I mean, team up with a buddy. We don't care. I mean, it'll just be a hundred dollars for a swap meet booth space with a table and you'll be able to just come there, sell your, sell your um, gently used or whatever your stuff is, you know, racing parts. We're not going to junk it up with like, you know, it's starting to be like a fairgrounds with the Vitamix guy and the, all of that. Yeah. None of that. It's just like racing stuff. Right. And, and so that's what we want to encourage. We want to give racers a place where they can, you know, have the opportunity. Because otherwise on Facebook Marketplace, it's a great opportunity, but it's so inefficient. You know, you have to answer like 50 different messages and right. then people try For to sure. negotiate price. Isn't it a lot easier when you're just in person, you can talk about it. Maybe you're trading, maybe you're making a deal, whatever the case may be. And you end up with two happy people that one gets cash in their pocket and the other one gets a, a product that they've been looking for. I think it's a great opportunity. So we're going to be adding that to our trade show this year. So it's definitely, it's a full on selling show. Uh, I, I would, I would definitely, this is a place where people can take their Christmas money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Save it up. Come and have a beer too. And uh, yeah, come and, and check out some of the best racing parts out there. We're so excited. There's, we're also going to have seminars this year. We couldn't do seminars last year for obvious reasons. And there's going to be some, some really good seminars. Um, we haven't announced those yet. So I'm going to hold back on that, but we will have seminars. So there's going to be a great chance to, you know, to, to really expand our racing knowledge. I mean, today racing is part equipment. But it's so much in the setup. It's, it's so it much is. the little secret. Yep. There's all of these things. And, you know, you open your mind, you can always learn something new. And I'm learning something new every day. Well, and that's the key. I mean, that's uh, that, and these shows. That's that's part of what the shows should all be is knowledge. Um, of course, BRI does a great job of that too. Um, 
And it's great to see that you're doing that this year. I didn't know that. So we'll have to uh, chat about that and uh, hopefully have more announcements coming up um, and have you back on again to talk in more detail about some of that stuff as we go. But it's nice to see that um, you, you've kind of expanded it a little bit, not just to have bigger space, but you put more into it with the swap meet, which I think it's going to be a huge asset to the show and to the to the racers that you're trying to serve obviously um and then with the seminars as well because it gives them an opportunity to uh pick up some how to's and um you know and and also network with some other people too those those seminars are actually good because you end up in the room with a bunch of people that you start talking to and so you know some of those some of those relationships can turn into um you know bigger things as well so that's always fun so i'm glad that you're doing that um you know what is what are you looking forward to as far as the future where would you like to see this show go i mean do you see this continuing to get bigger i mean it'll it'll be whatever size we can deal with in the convention center we'll never move it good it will always be at good. the metro convention center i i have to i mean seriously I cannot tell you that I will tell you that the most scary thing I've ever, ever had to do was two days before the trade show when we knew the governor's eye was upon us. And it was our last moment. Our, do we do we move forward or do we take the chance of getting closed down? And the convention center stood up for us uh, because they they did. I mean, they held their ground and they stood up for us. That's and awesome. uh, and I, I mean, that loyalty as long as there's a convention center, as long as is, is we'll never move it. So it can only ever be as big as it is. I mean, there's a couple of areas where we could maybe, you know, squeeze a couple more booths in here or there. We, we don't want it to be too crazy. And we're trying out the swap meet thing. I mean, I, I love your positive feedback on that. We've always been concerned that, you know, you just, you didn't want to devalue the brand new products and the manufacturers. So we've got enough of a separation, but it's still in the same building. We, we do feel like it's going to be an asset, especially with being able to sell your old stuff and go buy new stuff. Sure. I mean, that's, that, I think that's going to be, it's going to be the best part about it. Oh, I agree. Yeah. And I, I love the fact that you're doing it. And I think the racers will too. I don't think it will devalue the new stuff at all. I think it's an opportunity for just what you said. Somebody can bring their yeah. old stuff and swap it and then get new stuff while they're there. I think it's great. So Kate, we appreciate you uh, being with us real quick. Give us the website and the socials one more time. For sure. It's carsracingshow.com. And you can find us at Facebook and Instagram at Cars Racing Show. So right. we, have, we, have, we have a YouTube channel too. So Cars Racing Show, just look that up. Very good. And uh, CrateInsider.com as well for Kate. And uh, we appreciate Kate being on. We'll have her back on again soon. More after this. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their car, 
cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. How do airplanes fly? What's in this box? What does this thing do? Kids are curious about everything, including guns. Learn how to store your gun securely and make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady, and the Ad Council. Okay, men. This is your time. Maybe you didn't choose this, but you're here now. You're going to go out there and be an all-star caregiver. It's up to you. So what are you going to do? You're going to go grocery shopping, cook, clean, be there emotionally and physically. You got to dig deeper. Drive them to physical therapy, doctor's appointments. Don't you forget about the pharmacy. I know you won't because that's what caregivers do. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. This is your time to show the world, your family, and yourself that you're tougher than tough. Now go out there and be the best caregiver this world has ever seen. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find the care guides you need at aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. This is William Sawalich, and you're listening to Lead Lap Radio. William Sawalich bringing us back to Lead the Lap as we, uh, I guess this is the official start of our Christmas season coverage because it's December. Um, as you listen to this, um, we recorded it on uh, November the 29th. But uh, anyways, we move on here. It was good to talk to Kate Dillon about the upcoming Cars Racing Show. Uh, again, if you want to register or uh, attend that show as an attendee, uh, carsracingshow.com. Simple as that. And with that, we transition to some dirt track conversation and a, a guy who knows a lot about dirt track racing in the greater southeast region into the mid-south region, region as well. Walter Tapp is with us. Walter is the voice one of the voices of the blue ridge outlaws but he does a lot of other series as well uh we haven't had walter on in quite a while good to have uh you back buddy uh what have you been up to over the last couple of weeks i feel like uh your thanksgiving was spent about like mine was um eating turkey on the road somewhere it was it was uh you know we was same deal, different places for me and you both. Uh, yeah. You know, you were at Batesville, I was down at Thunder. Um, 
you know, you had the the indoor seat. Unfortunately, Friday I had the cold outdoor seat. Yes, you did. Uh, so I was not real real thrilled with Mother Nature and the temperature, but <laughs> um, you know, it's 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 kind of different on the go kart side. I don't do as much announcing as I do on the car side. Yeah. I actually was in the grid race helping, you know, run the program uh, along with my wife. She was running the grid basically as grid director and that kind of deal, trying to get everybody on the racetrack in a timely manner. So yep. sometimes that can be great, and sometimes that can be frustrating. So. Yeah, to say the least, that's for sure. I know uh, there's been a lot going on in the car racing world here uh, with regard to some dirt races and dirt tracks, and um, the Blue Ridge Outlaws finish up, finished up their season at East Lincoln not too long ago, right? Uh, I think Greg Clark won himself a championship. He did, actually. He capped things off um, Saturday. They wrapped up the season for the Blue Ridge Outlaws. The, um, you know, originally scheduled 36-race season and ended up being, I believe, a 32- or 33-race season due to a couple of rainouts we had that couldn't get rescheduled. But, um, you know, wrapped everything up. He pretty much had the points lead in hand coming into the last race. It was just one of those deals. Hey, man, you show up, championship's yours. Um, it's the first time we've really had somebody with that type of advantage in series history with the Blue Ridge Oh, wow, really? Wow. Yeah. It's always usually came down to the last race and always been usually within about 40 to 50 points. Uh, Greg had a clear almost 150-point-plus lead coming into East Lincoln Saturday. Um, they had really put all their marbles, to tell you the truth. I got to commend, you know, Chuck Smith and his whole crew, actually Chuck Smith and Mark Dysart, who both have ran the series since its inception in 2015 and have competed for the championship and have been the bridesmaid probably two or three times over the years. This whole deal was put together with Greg and also Jay Sessom. It's really a four-car team. Um, there's Chuck Smith that drives the 33, Mark Dysart, yep. that drives the 66. Those two have been teammates for years. Well, after for two years in a row, they became the bridesmaids with Mark finishing second um, last season. They decided they were going to put all the marbles in the game, went out and got Greg Clark and Jay Sessom both to team up with them to have a four-car tandem to wow. go to the $10,000 championship. That's a lot of cars. That's a that's a cup yeah, a team for cars. cars. Wow. A lot of cars, a lot of American racers were used this season yeah. um, with those guys. But, you know, this was the biggest year in Blue Ridge history with it being a $10,000 point fund. It, uh, you know, it jumped up considerably. You know, normally it's over the years paid 5000 over the years and this year we was able to bring on enough sponsors and everything during the winter months to jump it to 10 um this season and you know it it was crazy to see how many drivers really turned out throughout the year i think you know we had over 150 to 160 drivers take the green flag in a blue ridge event throughout the year um i think 18 different winners in 30 something races so a wow. lot of competitiveness in the series. Every motor combination, one event. Now that when everybody, everybody, when you say motor combination, you can actually run five 
different types of motors in the Blue Ridge Series, and all five have been winners at some point. So the the way that Jason's got the rules and everything set up, it's it's really to me the best grassroots late model series that you can have in this region of South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia, West Virginia, Virginia, because a guy can go racing and be competitive in a lot of places and not have to spend a fortune. Yeah, I love the way that 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 series is run. I love the rules. I really enjoyed. I went to East Lincoln for the first time earlier this year and just had a blast uh, watching that series run. They had kind of a, um, a, a full night of cautions during that particular race, but still it was a great race. Uh, love the, the modified series that, that uh, is being built to kind of run with them. Uh, I think it's just fantastic, and I'm really super excited at what you guys are doing. Um, what is the game plan for next year for the Blue Ridge Outlaws. I know that you were talking about cutting back schedule, um, you know, and, and, uh, or, or, or whatever, what, uh, what's kind of been the final verdict on what 2022 is going to look like? Well, what 22 is going to look like when we had the last month, you know, last time me and you had talked, we was looking at doing 24 points racing. That is still going to be the concept for 2022. There will be 24 point races. Now, when we talk to the drivers, um, they want to do basically almost as a shootout series. And what that will be is there will be 12 races, all of them hopefully at least paying $3,000 to win in each event. (laughs) Wow. The 36 races throughout the year will go still have 36 races, but only 24 events will count for points. Ah, okay. I see what you're saying. All right. So is it going to be kind of whatever 24 somebody runs? Is that like your best 24? Is that how they're doing it? Or Well, what it will be is they'll have 24 points races and they will be spread out along with the shootout races. There may be, you know, say we have the schedule laid out, maybe points race, points race, oh, okay. shootout race. I got you. Okay. So the shootouts, so that's going to be a kind of a deal with, that's going to be kind of a season within the season. So it's kind of an addition to the regular season. Exactly. Okay. That's a cool idea. I like that. And how do you determine which tracks are involved in the shootout versus which tracks are points races? Well, obviously in which we started on the 2022 schedule already and have, at least 50% of it's actually already in the books and done um, with several dates already back with the American Racing Modified and the Blue Ridge at Lancaster, um, Lakeview, Lakeview um, Sumter is already committed to dates, and a lot of racetracks already committed to those. You can find those actually on the Blue Ridge Outlaws Facebook page. They have a working 2022 schedule actually that's up right now with dates also at Carolina back to start the season in East Lincoln. Nice. And several dates as well. Um, but basically, it just it's really up to the track. We've pretty much told them, hey, guys, look, we have these 12 shootout races. The drivers really want to do this. Let's, you know, who wants the date? Let's put it up there and see. And I believe over half of the shootout races have already been claimed for 2022. The tracks have already said, hey, we want this date, this date, you know, and working the schedule out. Um, we're still waiting to hear, you know, back from a couple of racetracks. We're excited 
the possibility for Blue Ridge to actually, I won't say go back to West Virginia in a while because they've been there a few times, but we're looking to hopefully get a stronghold back in West Virginia. We've, we've made visits in the past. We've been to Princeton. We've been to Beckley a handful of times. But we're looking at hopefully going back to definitely, hopefully, Beckley and Princeton, you know, a handful of times it looks like possibly in 2022 with the Blue Ridge Outlaws, which is something we're really looking forward into is, you know, kind of invading new areas, you know. Yeah. The series really hasn't been into Georgia much. It's something that we're definitely looking at for 2022. If we could have a track in Georgia, that would, you know, thrill us as a series. Um and add, you know, more to West Virginia. That's kind of our region. Of course, we already go into Virginia with Whiff Raceway and have right. a couple of great events. And they've already booked their races for 2022. So uh, that part of it, it, it just it comes together slowly. And, of course, you'll have some tracks we're just waiting for to really see what their management changes are, if you know what I mean. Sure. Yep. Nope. No question. Okay. So, um I want to talk about when we uh, come back on our next segment, I want to talk about the other series that you announce. uh, And I also want to talk about uh, the extreme dirt car series. We'll have about nine minutes uh, to talk about that. And, but I want to just real quick, I want to get your thought on if you could, if you could attend one race that you currently have never been to in about 40 seconds, what race would that be? That would be um, the Gateway Dirt Nationals. That's actually coming up this, this weekend. weekend. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's one that's there that I want to go to so badly, and I've just always been booked up with with stuff, racing stuff. Yeah, you and me both. It's hard to get to some of those that are a little further across the country unless you're actually working there. Well, that's interesting. I'm starting a poll uh, in in December about that just to see what kind of answers I get. So uh, we'll we'll mark that one down for you. So we're going to come back. We're going to have more with Walter Tapp as we finish up this show. Uh, and uh, we'll tell you again where you can find us during the week as well. So stick around. Back right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. This breaks my heart, and it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and gives it to families in need. To help, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. How do airplanes fly? What's in this box? What does this thing do? Kids are curious about everything, including guns. Learn how to store your gun securely and make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady, and the Ad Council. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance, reminding you that when you adopt a shelter pet, you discover all the things that make them unique. 
adoptpurelove at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Honeyman, and you're listening to Lead Lab Radio. So we had Leland Honeyman in the studio recently, and we had Ryan Millington, uh, another late model driver, in the studio as well. And Leland ended up driving for Ryan at uh, Southern National in the uh, finale up there over Thanksgiving weekend. And well, let's just say it didn't go so well. So uh, ended with uh, him being on the hook. So uh, never a good way to finish a show. Walter, Walter Tapp is uh, with us. And Walter, I want to talk about, uh, you announced one or two other series. Give us a quick rundown of what else you do. And uh, then let's get into some extreme dirt car conversation as well. Um, you know, of course, working with the Blue Ridge Outlaws, me and Hunter will be looking forward to doing a lot of stuff with the American yep. Racing Modified, which Weaver. is a new series that's ran by the same person, um, with Jason Smoot. And yep. then also, I work for Joseph Rush with the American All-Star uh, Pro Lake Model Series that's based out of Knoxville, Tennessee. And, you know, I continue, I work for them next year and have a lot of things that are going on during the winter months that... Um, will be announced hopefully around the first of the year that I, I've got the cat kind of zipped in the bag for the surprise of folks. But uh, and do a lot of go kart stuff as well, announcing and also race directing and flagging and uh, promoting on that side too. So you're just kind of a jack of all trades at this point. It sounds like pretty pretty much. I mean. One week I may be in the flag stand, the next week I may have a headset on, and then the next week, of course, I may have a microphone in my hand announcing. Um, You know, I do everything when it comes to the racetrack side, even talking to sponsors, sponsorship meetings, um, that sort of thing. That's really where actually, as soon as this conversation's over, my head will go, I'll start actually typing up proposals to send out to sponsors for 
you know, for the various folks that I work for. That's great. Yeah, it's uh, it's nice to have that variety, and it? it makes every day uh, and every weekend really just a little bit different. Um, okay, let's talk about Extreme Dirt Car because uh, they've got uh, I seventy five Speedway is hosting them this weekend. Talk a little bit about that. Um, I seventy five is going to be hosting them this weekend, just like you said. It's going to be a great show. You're looking at drivers like Ross Bells, Chris Madden could possibly be there. Uh, Corey Hedgecock, who is a fan favorite, and also he is the man that has tamed that place um, in recent years. Pretty much. Victory Lane there a good bit. It's, uh, it's going to be an interesting race, and, uh, you know, this is so late in the year. I mean, are, are people still really excited about running these shows at this point? Because I feel like there's that point where everybody starts thinking about Christmas and the holidays and all of that. Uh, you know, what's the level of excitement for these late-season shows? Um, at I-75, the level is super excited. Um just kind of give you a quick background of the speedway it changed hands during the last previous season with the littleton family oh i actually taking it over um, i didn't know that you know, they, yes and they took it over um you know the family that had it angie and uh, angie kyle and yeah. them had it for several years and the kyle family had it and then the littletons took it over um brody littleton a lot of people know him he is the young gentleman that won scott bloomquist's race car through a raffle yeah um last year and his mom and dad took over the facility and brody actually works up there they i can tell you oh, that nice. kid works he does everything from rolling the racetrack in to the water truck you name it the kid works and he does it nice uh, and loves the sport so but I've been there, you know, several times with the American All-Stars over the past couple of years. I'll be going up there Saturday to call a lot of the regular divisions. They've asked me to come in and do that. Um, they actually, their announcer they've had is Eric Henry, who's uh-huh. been on y'all's show before. Yep. He has moved to the race director position. He, he's sort of like me. He's a man that can do many different things. Yep. So he's, he's moved to that chair. Their race director retired on him about mid-season. Um, due to some issues in his family. So Eric had to step up, and he's done a wonderful job with really helping run the facility. That's great. And really his first first chance to put that hat on. So the the Extreme Dirt Car Series, are they based out of Tennessee? They are actually a part of the World Racing Group. They're a oh, part of those okay. That started right there in the backyard. They started this deal, Tom, three years ago. Um, with extreme dirt cars, they go to Modoc, they go to Cherokee Speedway, um, they go to a couple of racetracks in Tennessee. Normally, they have been going to uh, Bulls Gap this weekend, and it was supposed to be a double header this weekend with I-75 and Bulls Gap. But unfortunately, with some things that have happened at Bulls Gap, Bulls Gap is not in operations right now as we speak. So the date was actually shifted from a two-day to a one-day at I-75. But they've done really well with a lot of their races that they've had in this wintertime. They're mostly all daytime and usually done by about 6 o'clock. I had heard about uh, the Bulls Gap deal. Um, Do we expect that maybe we would have everything in in order for them to uh, come back in 2022 or? Yeah. what we're hoping is that basically someone will either lease or buy the facility 
what has happened is basically they have had a change in management. You know how that works. You know, basically the folks that were there have decided not to be there in 2022 due to whatever the reasons are. That's, you know, nothing that I need, you know, can be concerned about or know about that happens in this business. Um, the family that's had it for several years is looking hopefully for somebody to lease it for 2022 or to buy it and keep it hopefully operational. My thing is the pool's gap. I want it to be there no matter who has it. It's a beautiful facility. It's a beautiful racetrack. Um, and I just, you know, I wish everybody involved the best and hopefully it comes out where we still got a racetrack there and it doesn't become something like a truck stop or another hotel. Yeah, that's a, it's such a big part of the East Tennessee racing scene, you know, that place and Tazewell and, and 411 and uh, some of the other speedways like that. And, you know, hearing rumors that Newport Speedway may open back up. So it would be a shame to see, um, you know, Bulls Gap shut down. That's a that's an amazing track. So I hope they get that figured out. Yes, I do, too. Uh you know, I've heard those same rumors that Newport possibly could open back up and get back going again, which I would love to see that Me too. for everybody. Drew and, you know, Drew's the owner of where I've worked at Newport. I've announced up there for about a year and a half and really enjoyed it. Yep. You know, on the asphalt side, of Anderson and Newport's the two stops that I've had. Yeah. So, yep. Um, I, I'd be glad to see that place come back, and I really don't care if it's asphalt, dirt. It needs to be open. It is just a great racing facility. Yeah, Here's you just it. hate seeing uh, tracks sit idle, for sure. Walter, we appreciate you taking some time to come on with us and uh, certainly look forward to talking more over the winter in about 10, 15 seconds. What do we have coming up the next couple of weeks? Anything major or no? Uh, of course, Stream Dirt Cars this weekend, um, UKS over at Millbridge. Low Country has the Burris Racing deal coming up as well. Um, Triple Crown at Possum Kingdom this weekend. Go kart racing really doesn't stop. You know, no. you know that. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, and, uh, we'll look forward to all of that, and uh, we'll definitely get you back out in the next couple of weeks to start previewing 2022. But uh, up against the end of our time here for this week's League Lab. So thanks again for being on, Walter, and uh, we'll catch you all next week at the Wheel Nation. Go like it. See ya. You've been listening to the Lead Lab Show, home to Southeast Motorsports coverage on the radio. For more exciting and passionate motorsport content, follow Lead Lab Show on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And visit leadlabshow.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of the Lead Lab Show. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of the Lead Lab Show. Thank you for listening.